Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the Wonderful ESL Podcast. Today is a super special. I'm so grateful to have all you folks on here and, again, watching the video. This is the most crucial part, right? Because, again, if you're listening to the podcast, that's okay. You're going to hear it, like, way later on. But if you're watching the video, today I got something very special for you. So, obviously, you guys don't already know me. If you don't already know me, let me hurry up and tell you, of course, and it's because... Oh, well, my name's Arsenio. That's right. Arsenio's ESL Podcast. And I've been living here in Thailand for about eight years, and I've been teaching TOEIC for a very long time, right? And so over the past couple of days, I've been thinking of really awesome ways of putting together webinars for people who are looking to improve their grammar sections, which is the part five, the part six, and especially the reading, which we're going to be doing an entire mini test today. Right? So if you guys stay with me all the way to the end, you guys are going to have an amazing, an amazing feature coming at the end, okay? And it's going to be a nice little token gratitude. It's going to be happening this upcoming Saturday, uh, 6 p.m. Thailand time too. So I'm going to refer that back to you and run it past you again towards the end of this video. But in saying that, guys, just so grateful to have you on it. Let's dive in to this mini test. Guys, the reading comprehension, it's tricky. It's not that it's hard. It's not hard whatsoever with TOEIC. The language is very, very basic. But the problem is that there could be a number of distractors and contradictors is what I call them, okay? Um, and it's because one word can mean all the difference in the world. And that's what we're going to be getting into today, okay? So in saying that, la Traviata, okay? La Traviata restaurant. That's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So what we have here, and for those of you who are listening, we have a menu. Okay, we got prices to the right. We got desserts. We have coffee subtotal tax total. That means the grand total, including the tax. So what we're going to do, we don't care. We're not going to read any of that. We're going to go straight into the questiones. All right? And the first one is, what can be inferred from this bill? Now, don't get thrown off. And I know some of you are like, oh, I hate to infer. I hate this. I, I hate it too, okay? But I've, I've learned to cherish it as it's my own daughter or son, although I don't have one. But I'm just telling you, you have to embrace the suck, okay? You have to embrace the inferred, all right? So again, this one isn't too bad though. So let's break this one down. We got two questions, people. This should be real quick. That's what I'm going to be teaching you when I give you the nice little preview at the end. But here it says, what can be inferred from this bill? A, spaghetti is more expensive than pizza. We could hurry up and go up. Let's look for the spaghetti. The spaghetti with meat sauce is $14.95. The pizza with Italian sausage is $16.95. And the pizza with mushrooms and pineapple is $18.95. A is incorrect. Three of the customers drink mineral water. Okay, so here we go. Let's look at the numbers. Sparkling mineral, mineral water. Let's look to the right. It says two were ordered. Okay? Each of them being $3.50, grand total being $7. B is incorrecto, all right? C, four people ate a meal, and D, only two of the guests had dessert. So four people ate a meal, we really don't know, but so let's check the dessert, okay? Only two of the guests had dessert. 
Okay. But remember, there were four coffees. So I'm assuming that there were a grand total of four people, considering that there are four entrees, spaghetti with meat sauce, seafood spaghetti, pizza with Italian sausage, pizza with mushrooms. That's four entrees, unless you're dealing with two Americans, which is, which is possible. Yes, I, my fellow Americans, they have a tendency of sucking up two of those plates. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you from my perspective. But let's just assume that there are four people. Let's hurry up and look down and say, oh, only two of the guests had dessert. And if we look here, only two of the guests, well, desserts, ice cream, $3.99, cheesecake, two at $5.99 per pop, and fruit salad, $4.50. So to be honest with you, only two of the guests had dessert. Four people ate a meal, yes. There were four desserts that were ordered and there were four coffees. Now, unless we're talking about two enormous Americans, which is possible, but it's not possible on TOEIC, okay? We have to go with the information we have right here. So the one that is incorrect in your answer is D. Only two of the guests had dessert. Teacher, why? Look, desserts, ice cream, cheesecake, two. Fruit salad, that's four desserts. That means two people had cheesecake, one person had ice cream, one person had fruit salad. Bada bing, bada boom. It's quick, it's light work. Now, I'm walking you through this, so obviously it is going to be faster, and I'm going to be explaining some of the techniques I'll be giving you on the webinar this upcoming Saturday. Shh, I'll explain later, but you guys get the drift. Do you understand what I'm saying? So let's go a little bit more. What single menu item on the bill is the most expensive? The most expensive single item, okay? Total 157, no. Tax, no, subtotal, no. Coffee, no. Okay, ice cream, cheesecake, fruit salad. No, 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 single item. All right, single item. Tropical fruit punch, house carafe, two for 1285, 25 is 70. No, single item. So here I have 1495, 1595, 1695, 1895 pizza with mushrooms and pineapple. Correcto mundo. That is your answer. So let's go down pizza with mushrooms and pineapple. <gasps> it is D is your answer. That's how we break it down, people. It's quick. That's why, man, when you get these numbers and these different menus on TOEIC, man, it's light work. You guys are like, what does light work mean? Quick work, okay? Boom, hurry up, 30 seconds. All right, here we go. Mm, 20 seconds. Okay, mm, 10 seconds. Make sure you do the easy questions first. Tip number one, write it down. Easy questions first. Oh, what does that mean? Normally in the long double passages, the number one is like, what can be inferred by the entire pet? We don't care about that. We got to get some details first before we answer one of the main questions. This is exactly what I do on my TOEFL IPTP. This is sometimes what I do on IBT. Okay. You got to save time for the more difficult questions is what I'm saying. In this instance, what you want to do is with the difficult questions, you want to answer the easy ones and then hurry up and come to, back to the difficult with an idea, not without an idea. If you answer it head on to begin with, boom, you're going to be completely lost. I only teach that technique in TOEFL ITP. That's all. And that's all based on topic sentences and thesis throughout the paragraphs. Not this, okay? <sighs> I am so intense. Questions number three and four, holiday booking form. Mr. Mrs. Given name, surname, department date, or departure date from two class holiday insurance. Okay, so we got two folks. Uh, they're gonna be leaving April 25th from London to the Barbados. Flying economy class, they got a holiday insurance, okay? 
All right, the hotel, the hotel they're going to be staying at is the Montego Bay. Room type twin. Number of rooms one, number of nights nine. Mills full. Check in 26th, check out fifth. Special request balcony and private bathroom. Contact details. Woohoo! For office use only, we got the booking agent, Mr. Jim. Package code, who gives a damn? All right, so what we have to do is now, in scanning that very quickly, let's hurry up and check this out. Number three, what kind of room do the guests wish to stay in? You heard me say it. Boom, the twin. Okay, so there are two answers, B and C with the twin room. So A and D, get the hell out of here, right? Because we got Mr. and Mrs. Okay, Fletcher. That means they are married. I only see one room type, therefore it is a twin. Okay? Now, twin room with the shared bathroom or twin room with the balcony? The special request I see is balcony, private bathroom, not a shared bathroom. So a twin room with a balcony is your answer, C. This is how you hurry up and analyze things, okay? What is the name of the agent who booked the tour? I said the booking agent, Jim. B is your answer. Guys, that's literally, what, five seconds. This is how you run through it. And this is what I'm gonna be teaching you in the upcoming webinar. So again, scanning right? And I'm not telling you to read everything out loud. I only did that for my podcasters who are actually listening to me. Because guess what? By me saying all that information, my podcasters more than likely knew the answer right off the back. By me just saying the question, what kind of room? Oh, I heard him say twin. Oh, special request. I heard balcony and private bath. The booking agent, Jim. Oh yeah, Jim. Absolutely. B. See what I mean? So, and saying that, we're done with three and four. So now we got to get a little bit crazy. This one's a little crazy because what we have here, we have the beginning, obviously, that little top box, and then we have a graph, all right? It says results of the change in interview procedure, distribution of recruits year one, okay? We got six different types of categories. We got the rehires, which are at 10% steady between the old interview results and the first year new interview format. We have recruited from other companies, 20% old interview, 15% first year new interview format. Now, with master degrees, old interview resorts, 0%, 5% in first year in the second graph, okay? Now, master degree is the only one that had seen an increase, well, a significant increase of 10%. Um, obviously, master degree, only 5%. Those are the two increases over that time frame. All right, or whatever, old interview versus first year. 45% in the old for the bachelor degrees and 55% in the new or first year. Then we have, of course, high school diplomas. 20% old interview, 10% first year. That's the biggest drop I see out of all of them. And then others, which hold, held steady, 5% and 5% across the board. So let's answer some of these questions. What does the writer note about the changes? Now, A, they need to be refined. B, they will be expensive to implement. C, they meet expectations. And D, they are, oh, they are insignificant. So let me read the paragraph now. The results in the chart below show that, as predicted, the new interview procedure has shown a significant increase in the level of education of our new recruits at no additional cost. 
As we refine the procedure, it is expected that this positive trend will become even more pronounced over the coming years. All right. So again, I'll read it out to you again. What does the writer note about the changes? They need to be refined. They will be expensive. No, he said at no additional cost. So B, no. C, they meet expectations. So let's see here. Has shown, shown a significant increase in the level, da 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 da, da. Uh, As we refine the procedure, it is expected that this positive trend will become even more pronounced. Okay. Um, and then they are insignificant. That's actually the opposite of what is being said. So basically we have A and C, okay? They meet expectations or they need to be refined. I want you guys to answer on the video in the comment section. If you guys are listening to me on my ESL podcast, make sure you answer on my IG stories, Arsenio's ESL podcast, of course. All right, so number six, which group provided the fewest new employees over both years. Now, this is the tricky one. This is why it's very important over both the years. So rehires, steady, okay? Others, if I'm not mistaken, hold on, what color is others? I'm confused. Is others, I'm just so confused. I don't know what's going on. Others, that's the 5%, right? Because this gray is everywhere. Okay, whatever. Is the bachelor degree the dark gray? Am I confused? Yeah, anyways, okay, others, 5%, steady. All right, you guys understand that, right? Follow me. Now, recruited from other companies, 20 to 15, that would be a decrease. That would be one of them. Now, bachelor degrees, I'm sorry, is it oh, recruited? Yeah, bachelor degrees increase, so that's not the answer. And then high school diplomas, 20 to 10. So we have 20 to 15 with recruited from other companies, 20 to 10 with high school diplomas. 20 to 10 shows the most significant decrease. So which group provided showed the fewest new employees over the both years? A, candidates with master degrees. B, recruits from other companies, which is the 5%. C, candidates who have only completed high school. Answer, why? 10% is greater then 5%. And of course, former employees. And former employees, I'm guessing that means others. And no, there's, they're not even on the damn chart. You get what I'm saying? Make sure you read that very carefully, okay? And understand what's being asked because I know some of you out there, you might have overanalyzed and threw yourself under the goddamn bus. My goal is not to allow you to do that, okay? So let's get into the last one. What is not indicated in the chart? A, the percentage of university graduate recruits increased. Hold on, the percentage of university graduate. Okay, I don't see university, bachelor degrees increase. Oh, okay, yeah, university graduates. Yep, okay, that's indicated. The percentage of rehires remain constant. Okay, let's look at rehires real quick. I'm pretty sure, yes, that is correct. All right, the percentage of recruits from other companies dropped. Okay. That's correct. That could, that's definitely the answer. In the old interview results, most recruits were high school graduates. That is absolutely false. So your answer is C, the percentage of recruits from other companies dropped. That's correct. Recruited from other companies and went from 20% to 15%. It dropped. <laughs> Boom.
boom, that's how you do the graphs, people. That is how you do the graphs. Understand me. Understand me very well when I'm doing this because sometimes we get, we get thrown off by overanalyzing. Some of you do. So it's up to you to look at it. Okay, blue, constant. Black, 5% drop. Okay, master degrees, 5% increase. Bachelor degrees, 10% increase. High school diplomas, 10% drop. That's the most significant. And others, constant. Now you're able to, of course, go through with it. So again, I want you to answer number five in the comment section. What does the writer note about the changes? They need to be refined or they meet expectations. A or C. Now, ooh, we got ourselves a double passage. Questions A through 12. Guys, this is, it's a little tough but it's all about compartmentalizing. We need, to know, we need to know where the information is being told. We need to know where the information is being had. Sometimes you look in the wrong places for the information. Now we know that the easiest questions or the easiest question just by scanning the questions will be number 12 because it asks for a date. So let's hurry up and find the date and we know that it's going to be in the second passage. So let's answer it. By when does Kyle ask Annette to contact him? I'll go to the passage. It says here, and let me put my little screen over here. There we go. Oh, I'm so cute. Okay, in the bottom paragraph, I have a couple of days off before the party, but I'll be in my office until the 17th. So could you get back to me before then? I will be in my office until the 17th. Could you get back to me before then or by then? So by when does Kyle ask Annette to contact him? By the 17th. C is your answer. Bam, that's quick. All right, so we already did that because the dates are the easiest. The numbers are the easiest, right? We're going to hurry up. Bada beam, bada boom. We got the date. Hurry up and go. All right, so good stuff, people. Very good stuff. Now let's keep it going. What does Kyle require? Okay, so basically we have number 11, it talks about Kyle. Number 10 talks about Kyle. And then why does Kyle Berwick write to Annette? And then what is the main purpose of the memorandum? Okay, so here we go. Annette, she is the first one that submitted this memorandum. Okay, it was to all members of the sales department. It's about the year-end party, of course, from Annette. Date, November 26th, okay? So it all coincides with Mr. December 17th, okay? Now, main purpose. Mainly, we could get this from the first sentence of the paragraph. This is just a quick note to let you know the arrangements for next week's year-end party. As you know, the party will be held at the Greenville Country Club, which we have reserved between 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. on the evening of December the 21st. I've received replies from almost all of you confirming the attendance, but if you haven't, let me know yet. Uh, I'm sorry, but if you haven't let me know yet, please do so in the next day or two. Tickets for all employees have been covered by the company. Okay. Second paragraph. The Greenville management have asked me to explain one or two things to those of you who have not been there before. Basically, there is sufficient parking space for only 100 vehicles, so they would like to ask those of you who are planning to drive to try to carpool as much as possible. Also, the number of lockers available is limited. So guests should try keeping belongings at a minimum. There it is. So what is this about? 
A, to explain the arrangements of a, uh, for a special event. B, to encourage people to travel by car. That's not the main purpose. That's a specific, specific detail. I call it an SS detail. That's not the main purpose. We got to look for the main purpose. C, to ask for help and arrange a party. No, it's already been an arranged. It has already been arranged, people. Don't overanalyze. Indeed, to thank people for attending the party. The party hasn't been attended yet. They're not finished. It's coming up. So your answer is A, to explain the arrangements. That is her detailing the arrangements in regards to what's going to be happening. The parking space, what time it's going to start, the attendance, the tickets being covered. Make sure you RSVP a day or in within the next couple of days. Da, 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 da. That is your answer. Now, let's go into number 10. Which of Kyle's points is not mentioned in the memo? Uh, so what does Kyle talk about? Let's go, let's go see what Kyle's talking about. Um, mm, yeah, so let, now, you know what? Let's do number nine first. Why does Kyle Burbick write to Annette? A, to ask the price of movie tickets. <laughs> that just sounds weird. B, to explain why he could not come. C, to request directions to a hotel. D, to ask if he may bring uh, guests to the party. Annette, this is to let you know that I will be able to attend the year-end party. So, B, ah, get it out of here to explain why he cannot come. No, he's going. He's going. He's going to have a good time. Let's go to the next one. At the Greenvale Country Club on the 21st, although I don't think I will be able to drive there before 8.30, I was wondering if it would be possible to bring a couple of guests. I know it's a little bit of a last minute request, but my brother and his wife are planning to visit us at the time, and I know they'd love to see the Greenvale. If it is not a problem, then can you let me know how much I should pay for their tickets? Also, assuming this is okay, I was planning to drive down in a single car to reduce the need for parking. Ta-da! That's it. So, let's go back up. Why does he, did, any, did he say anything about movie tickets? No. Is he, is he going? Yes. So B, he cannot come? No. To request directions. Did he request any directions to the hotel? No. To ask if you may bring guests to the party? Boom. Answer. So which of Kyle's points is not mentioned in the memo? Payment. Now, not mentioned in the memo. Payment for extra guests were or was mentioned. Storage of personal items. Let's see. He did talk about, okay, wait. To reduce the need for parking and also to allow us to keep our belongings in the car. So, storage of personal items. C, parking restrictions. D, timing for the evening. He didn't say anything about, uh, well, no, he did actually mention it. Which one is not mentioned? Storage of personal items, parking restrictions. Now, looking at this again. Also, assuming this is okay, I was planning to drive down in a single car to reduce the need for parking and also to allow us now. That was mentioned. Parking restrictions, he's going to drive down there. It was mentioned, right? Okay. Storage for personal items, that was also mentioned. So your answer is timing for the evening. He actually states his, well, it's kind of confusing because you're like, man, really? How? Well, again, looking at the storage, it was mentioned, right? They could keep their belongings in the car. Parking restrictions, he's going to take one car. It was mentioned. 
payment for extra cash, he asked, how much is it? So timing for the evening, he just said, I don't think I will be able to arrive before 8.30. He didn't ask, okay, what time does it start? He just said he's not going to be able to arrive there before 8.30. So this is why, again, timing for the evening is your worst bad answer. So are you going to experience this on TOEIC? Perhaps. Whereas some of these things are very, very close and especially the not mentioned because they can be so, so confusing, right? But again, breaking it down, the payment, it was mentioned, one of his points. Now, storage of personal items, he mentioned it, right? Saying he could keep his belongings in the car. Parking restrictions, he's going to bring his own car. Time for the evening, that's the worst bad answer I have. And so that is, I know, shockingly, the answer. All right? So... Let's top off this number 11 and let's get the hell out of here. What information does Kyle require? The date of the party? He knows the date. The location of the Greenville Country Club? He did not ask, where is it? The price of additional tickets? Yes. D, the name of the organizer? He did not mention that. C is your answer. And guys, that is how you break it down. This is how you're going to break down these segments. And that's what I'm going to be presenting with you right now. So basically, for all of you out there, okay, this upcoming Saturday at 6 p.m. GMT plus seven, okay, for anyone else out there, I know there's going to be a lot of people, um, I'm going to have a webinar. Now, I'm contemplating whether or not the webinar is going to be between 45 minutes to an hour and 15, but basically what a webinar is, is where I'm going to host this via Zoom, and you guys are going to see me coach you uh, in the reading comprehension of TOEIC. This is the beauty of a webinar. So what's going to happen is... I'm going to be hosting this, and there's a number of other webinars that I'm going to host based on everyone else, and get this, the buy-in is only $5. So with reading comprehension, I'm more going to be coaching you guys rather than like getting different things from you, such as like TOEFL IBT speaking or IELTS speaking, right? And so that's why I'm not worried about how many participants there are. It will be unlimited. So there could be anywhere between five to 10 to 15 to 20, whatever it may be, right? So if you're interested in technique, so what is the webinar going to have? Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to break down like maybe multiple passages, right? Of reading, I'll be able to send you the materials, of course, too, and a few other things. But in regards to the whole format of it, obviously me giving you an introduction and us diving right into it, it being very communicative too, right? Because I want you guys to be able to answer the questions. So how I'm able to compartmentalize and decipher all the information, that is my goal to teach you as a technique, right? We're gonna do the, you know, the different pass methods and how to answer very quickly. And if you get stuck in a particular way, so you guys are gonna be able to communicate with me with or without, if you want your video on, if you don't want your video on, it doesn't really matter, right? So. But this is going to be a phenomenal one. And again, if it's between like 45 minutes to about an hour, what's even better after, it's going to be available for you guys afterwards. So if you guys, again, if you're listening to me on the ESL podcast right now, it should already be available for purchase. So if you're not able to catch the webinar live, you can just buy it the next day and it's going to be at the same price of $5. 
And so $5 for my Thai people, you guys are like, what does that mean? 150 baht. So basically you're going to get coached for just 150 baht. Now there could be anywhere between three people. We are right. Because this is like a little bit of a short notice. I didn't really like funnel it out and, you know, tell everybody about it and just throw my hands in the air and celebrate. No, this is basically going to be, you know, systematic. So, all right. What's going to happen is you might have five people. You guys will be able to communicate with me. Hey, Arsini, I got a question about this. What can I do if this, this, it's a full on coaching session. Instead of paying upwards to 30 to $50 an hour, you're going to be able to come together as a group of people from all around the world. And you'll be able to come into this webinar and get coached for literally $5. So if you guys are interested, my Arsenio ZSL podcast Instagram page is there. The link should already be created by then. All right. So you're going to be able to purchase it, purchase your buy. And what you do is just you're going to show up at 6 p.m. Bangkok, Thailand time this upcoming Saturday, which is going to be, oh my God, for my folks out there in Europe, I know I got a lot of folks in Northern Africa. I got people all over that listen to me, especially in Mexico too. So Mexico, it's all good because your time zone is going to be flip-flap. So you'll be waking up at 7 a.m. What is it? 6 a.m. in the morning. But again, it doesn't matter if you can't watch it live. The simple fact is you'll be able to buy it afterwards. You'll be able to buy that video afterwards. And this is what I love so much about Podia and this hosting website and the different memberships and other things. Now, again, based on request, if you guys would like to have more of that or even more like often, and if you guys want classes and you have a group of friends, you're like, hey, we really need this score by this time. Can you help us with the reading comprehension? That's available too. I really want to start putting together this these English worldwide classes too. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know too. So actionable steps today, reach out to me. My Instagram page is Arsenio's ESL podcast. You'll see it in the description. That's number one. Number two, if you want your buy-in, okay, the, uh, the, the link to buy into the webinar is in the description also. Okay, so keep that in mind. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, which is going to debut probably a week after, don't worry. You can buy that webinar directly from the website, and the link is going to be available in the description. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for this wonderful coaching session, man. I'm so excited to see what happens. And hey, here is to you guys getting that score that you absolutely need. I'll be waiting for you guys. And until then, stay tuned for more. Over and out.